It's not always about academic success. It can help you, but it doesn't have to be the end of you. Um, mm -hmm. If you don't achieve it, you can, you know, if you actually look at some of the most successful people, they all bummed out of college. They all left early. They left school. You know, some of the most brilliant people don't have a formal education. So mm. you must never be limited by thinking that is critical. What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. I'm Welcome back to the YI Network, where we interview every job occupation, A through Z, from the trash man to the CEO, and ask them why and how they started their profession so that you can find your dream job, too. I'm your host, Kojo Thompson, and today we have a very special guest with us. It is Penny Mallory. Now, Penny was a homeless runaway teenager. Her life wasn't good at all, and she hated the festive season as a result. But against all odds, she turned her life around and made the impossible possible to become a champion rally driver. Now, although her interest began with automotive performance, her passion quickly shifted to human performance and mental toughness. Now, as a leading authority on mental toughness, Penny is a TEDx speaker and delivers keynotes and workshops for organizations including Google, Microsoft, and Coca-Cola, to name a few. So Penny has a lot to share with us here today. So Penny, shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. All right, Penny, how <laughs> are we feeling today? Oh, I'm, I'm great. You've got so much energy in you. I love it. Perfect, perfect, perfect. And Penny, we are, we are excited to have you on because, again, you are the first of a kind you are one of a kind we, we've never had anybody who even came close to doing what you've done and i really want to get into the question that everybody has been waiting for drum roll please and that is why penny why are you doing what you're doing today gosh do you mean why am i doing what i'm doing today which is speaking about mental toughness mm -hmm. um because my job on tv stopped and I didn't know what to do. Mm. And so I thought I'll talk about what I used to do. Mm. And then it became very clear to me that what all the things that I've achieved have been because I have been building mental toughness. Mm. And so that now is my passion to, to help other people to develop mental toughness. Mm, mm, mm. Now, Penny, right now you're at the top of the totem pole. You're where everybody wants to be, but take us back down to the bottom. Day one, step one, what was the process like that got you here today? Okay, I'm going to give you the fastest whistle-stop tour of my life. <laughs> I grew up in what would appear to be a very privileged, nice place. Mm -hmm. Behind closed doors, mm -hmm. it wasn't like that. It was very dysfunctional. Um, mm -hmm. My mom was very ill with manic depression and alcoholism. There was all sorts of dysfunction in my family. Mm -hmm. And by 14, I couldn't deal with it anymore. And I ran away and never mm -hmm. went back. Mm -hmm. So I was homeless for a couple of years. I was, I was trying to struggle through, through life in London and it really was horrible. But mm. I always had had a dream that I wanted to be a rally driver. And mm. I had one moment of inspiration 
Um, you know, sometimes you have to hit rock bottom to bounce back up. Mm-hmm. And it was on the bouncing back up. I thought, do you know what? I've got nothing to lose. I'm going to try and get into a rally car mm-hmm. just once, just for five minutes, mm-hmm. because it's what I've dreamt of since I was six years old. And so I went to a rally school. I got in the car for half a day. And that day changed the whole course of my life. Mm-hmm. I spent the next 12 years competing, raising money to drive, and ended up driving a a world rally car, which no other woman has ever done. Mm -hmm. Um, I drove for Ford. I had the most extraordinary time. Then I went on television and presented car programs Mm -hmm. and the World Rally Championship. And Mm -hmm. then when all that finished, I became a speaker Mm -hmm. on that subject. But So I've done rally driving, but I've also – I'm a bit of a – what would I describe myself? I just kind of can't stop. So I've climbed two of the highest mountains in the world. I've done boxing fights, triathlons, multiple marathons, and I'm currently training to row the Atlantic mm-hmm. in 10 months time, which is the biggest, most epic adventure of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to put my feet up after that. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. I love, love, love that answer right there. Now, Penny, again, I, I, and just to clarify what she means by rowing the Atlantic, she means literally going on a boat, starting from uh, what? What is it? The eastern? I, I'm sorry. The uh, yes, the the eastern hemisphere and you, rowing across the Atlantic all the way to the western hemisphere. And if yeah. just to just to describe how crazy that is, how long does it take to usually row uh, so, that um- far? Me and four, three other girls, women, will be rowing from Spain, effectively, a Spanish island, mm-hmm. to Antigua. It will take about six or seven weeks. The boat is utterly, it's like the size of, it was a little bit wider than me, mm-hmm. and it's its tiny, and you sleep in little coffins either end. It is the tiniest boat. Um, you row two hours on, two hours off, 24-7 for six or seven weeks. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting. It's brightening. And I've I've had a lifelong fear of the sea, Kojo. So this is my worst nightmare, mm, which mm. is why I have to confront it, mm. and I I have to I have to do that thing that I don't want to do because mm. that is how you develop mental toughness. Mm, 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 mm. And Penny, I love 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 that right there. Now I know I asked you to throw it back, but I want you to throw it back even further than that. What were some childhood hobbies and habits that you think matriculated into what you're doing today? I was a bit of a lost kid because of because of the background and the environment I was in. I never really was comfortable in my own skin. I never kind of worked out who I was. I was always confused and angry and resentful. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one thing that I loved was gymnastics. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I do quite a lot of fitness now. I don't know if there's a link. And I also loved art. And my the one thing my parents have given me genetically is the drawing ability, which my my daughter now has much better than I do. Mm-hmm. But being creative, drawing, drawing stuff, making stuff, I could go off into my own world of imagination mm-hmm. and escape what was going on around me mm-hmm. when I was creating things. So I think those two things have carried through my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I also loved horses. I, all I wanted in the world was a pony when I was little. <laughs> um, and I've I've gone, I've done cross country, I've done polo, I've done all sorts of other things with horses. Mm-hmm. So there's a few things. Um, but I was a real underachiever at school. Mm-hmm. And I spent my grown up years trying to overachieve. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's to compensate. I don't mm-hmm. want to get too deep into it. But um, I was the most average middle of the road 
kid mm. and I hated being average. I just wanted to stand out. Mm. And it took me years to work out that the reason I wanted to stand out was because I wanted my father's attention, mm -hmm. which I never got because mm. he disowned me for 20 years. So mm. it was that never stop you never stop seeking parental approval do you and i never did till till he died mm. um but yeah that that hatred of being mediocre that hatred of being you know if there was an exam i'd get 49 percent. Mm. if there was a spelling test i'd get six out of ten i mm. could never be the best at anything mm. and it drove me crazy i just wanted to be good at something mm -hmm. mm. Mm -hmm. And let's let's touch on that, Penny, because I think that was very, very powerful. I was just talking to somebody the other day about the important the the, the importance of a father in the home and uh, his role that he plays in the home, uh, because I had the same problem. I actually had the same problem growing up. I didn't know my father at all. And it was it was actually very difficult for me. So I can really relate. I, I was an average student. I was definitely a C student as well. So I can, again, I can very much so relate. And how, how does that, how does that, um, how does that really translate into, you know, who you became today and who you're trying to be for your daughter? And, you know, are, is, is, is your, is her father in her, her life? And is that, is that something that you make sure happens? Is that something that you want to make sure that, you know, the next generation has as well? You know what? You've you've asked me something no one has ever asked me before. So mm. I've never said this publicly, but um, I am really cross because history has repeated itself. I have mm. two daughters, the same father, and he has not been in touch with one of them for seven years mm. and is in touch with the other one occasionally. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God, this was never meant to happen mm. to my children. Mm -hmm. How's this happened twice? How's it mm. happened to me and now to my daughter? So that was completely unintentional. Mm. Um, just, you know, just that's just life. Mm. Um, so, but I certainly have... It's going to sound really awful, mm. but I wanted to be nothing like my mother because mm. I was more of the parent. She was more of the child. And it's a horrible dynamic as a mm -hmm. kid. It's, it's so confusing, so mm. conflicting. Mm -hmm. And so I thought when I have children, I want I want to at least show them that one, they can do anything, mm -hmm. um, but don't expect anything. You have to work, work, mm -hmm. work for it. Mm -hmm. Nothing's going to be get given, you know, put in your lap. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't want to be like my mom. I want to be independent i want to be able to um break new ground i want to show them that you don't have to conform you know um one of them enjoyed school one of them didn't i hated school mm -hmm. you can still achieve so much mm -hmm. school doesn't really matter mm -hmm. to everybody to some it does mm -hmm. to me it just was a place where i was um uncomfortable didn't fit couldn't excel, couldn't mm. wait to get out. Mm. Um, and that is really, really important for your listeners to remember that it's not always about academic success. It can help you, but it doesn't have to be the end of you um, mm. if you don't achieve it. You can, you know, if you actually look at some of the most successful people, they all bummed out of college, they all left early, they left school. You know, some of the most brilliant people don't have a formal education. So mm. you must never be limited by thinking that is critical. Penny, I have I have the perfect question lined up for you. So I'm going to roll into this Go next on. one just because I can't. That that answer was so good that I have I literally have a perfect question lined up for you. But my next question right here right now is what's an average day like for you today? <laughs> I don't have an average day. Every day is different. I get bored very easily. 
Um, I'm just so blessed that my life is full of adventure. So I was in a boat this weekend mm -hmm. learning how to fix the electrics mm -hmm. <laughs> and mm -hmm. have learning how to navigate an ocean. Mm -hmm. Then I dropped my phone in the sea and mm. spent yesterday trying to get a new phone. Mm -hmm. um, I was in meetings in London. And then this morning I've been ice skating. I've been to the gym. I'm talking to you. Mm. And then I'm going off to another appointment this afternoon. Tomorrow I'm speaking at a conference. Thursday I'm speaking at a conference. Um, every day mm. is full of generally some kind of fitness or training, mm -hmm. um, some speaking of some description. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know what? I, I also quite like putting my feet up on the sofa and watching Netflix like mm -hmm. everybody else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I do try to incorporate something. Well, I always incorporate some physical activity. And this is, again, one thing for your listeners is that the, a, a strong mind mm. or a strong body creates mm. a strong mind. Mm. So the more physical activity you can get mm. is really going to help your attitude, your approach, your mindset. This is mm. not... Um, a myth. This is actual fact. And I know this because mm. it's changed my life. Mm. So mm. getting up, getting out, whatever the weather, rain doesn't kill you. Mm -hmm. uh, wind doesn't kill you. Just get out there, get some exercise, do mm -hmm. something. And mm. you're, you will be building mental toughness by doing that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Penny, what do you enjoy the most about what you do? The freedom and the flexibility. I'm, I don't have a boss. Mm -hmm. Nobody tells me what I can and can't do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I get to do a bit of everything. I am so lucky. I can hardly believe that I've created this life that I have. And this mm. was something I never thought when I was homeless in London, mm. which also feels like yesterday. Mm -hmm. Not in a million years could mm. I have possibly designed the life that I have now. Mm -hmm. I am, I am so lucky. Mm. Um, and it's once I've done my Atlantic row, it's time to sort of start giving back an awful lot more. Mm. So I've worked with homeless charities and I've worked in prisons. Mm. And I, there's nothing more exciting for me than the giving back. It's much, much more fun, isn't it, to give mm. than to receive mm -hmm. um, and to help other people transform mm -hmm. their lives as I was able to. Mm. It's so exciting when you can see somebody else um, making changes and turning their life around. There's nothing to me more exciting than seeing that happen mm, 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 mm. as much as i love that answer right there unfortunately the back end of that question is what do you enjoy the least what do i enjoy the least cooking <laughs> i'm really rubbish at cooking i can't be bothered really Thankfully, my daughter cooks for me at the moment so i don't have to worry about that mm. yeah um cleaning cooking domestic chores Mm -hmm. really boring mm. I, I don't really want to do them mm -hmm. uh, yeah just just the really ordinary boring stuff mm -hmm. but actually of course once you start doing it it's quite therapeutic and you mm -hmm. think it's mm -hmm. after all. there isn't a great deal Kojo that I don't enjoy I can pretty much find the joy in anything and everything mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. I love it I love it I love it and Penny Again, I was good. I was teeing up this question because you already answered it beautifully. But this right here is my absolute favorite question. And that is, do you think that grades mattered for the success that you have in your career today? Well, clearly not. <laughs> um, I, I was the C student. I didn't achieve anything of any note at mm. all, mm -hmm. at all. Mm. To my 
utter frustration. I couldn't get out of school fast enough. So no, it's had absolutely no impact. And you, but you know, I don't know how many people have said the same thing to you. But you know, how to manage a bank account, how mm. to um, build a business, mm-hmm. you know, how to do a cash flow. Those are the things that had they taught me at school would have been quite useful. Mm-hmm. I haven't yet used um, algebra or mm. um, you know all that stuff that we learnt at school was mm-hmm. very little use to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, I, I my grades were poor. Mm-hmm. It, it didn't stop me in any way because mm-hmm. I had other skills. Mm-hmm. Others, other had other stuff going for me, which I didn't know at the time. Mm-hmm. But it's it is, and I know I keep saying mental toughness, but my determination, my focus was so insanely laser focused to be a rally driver. Mm-hmm. And nothing else mattered. I could put all my energy into that, and I think that's the other thing is that if you if you do five things, you've mm-hmm. got to spread your attention five ways. Mm-hmm. So you can't be brilliant at five things. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe sometimes focus your attention in one place if that's what you want. Put mm-hmm. all your energy into that. The chances are you will succeed at it if you put all your energy and attention into that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't spread yourself too thin, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And again, Penny has been answering these questions absolutely perfectly all interview <laughs> long. But unfortunately, we are already down to that last question and penny. That is, if there was one, just one piece of advice for somebody out there listening right now who wants to be in the position that you're in today, what would that be? Never, ever, ever, ever give up. Mm. Because if you give up, it won't happen. And mm. if you never give up, it almost certainly will. Mm. You cannot give up. Mm. 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 And that is the mic drop moment that we have been looking for all day. <laughs> Penny has just dropped the mic on you guys. That was an absolutely perfect answer. As I said, Penny has been answering these questions absolutely perfectly all interview long. But Penny, I'm not going to lie. I need one more thing from you before you go. I don't care if it's a website. I don't care if it's a social media link. I don't even care if it's a book, something that I can leave down in the link in the description below so that my audience can reach yours. Please promote and shout it out now. Okay. I'm holding for the first time ever a live event in June in London Mm. and it's called Become so that you come to my event to to work out who and what you want to become. Mm. It's going to be the most insane day. Mm-hmm. And I would really um, encourage people to to go to become.me.uk, mm-hmm. have a look at what's um, what's planned. It will it is a day to change your life. So that for me would be my my big shout out. Become.me.uk. Please, yep. everybody, hit that link down in the description below. Hit that link down in the description below again. Penny has been an excellent, excellent excellent guest all interview long and we have to thank her one more time but folks as you know there are three types of work a job a career and a calling most people have a job you're lucky if you find a career but you are truly truly blessed if you find your calling and i really hope that me and penny helped you find here today folks that is a wrap